Hello, welcome to episode 259 of the Loud and Proud podcast. Glide, trials, matches, Cora Finn, all involved with first Oasis. Yeah, so this is your free episode 259. Like, it was... uh, It was a killer of a weekend for Glide. Another heartbreaking final loss. I'm going to delve deep into that in the Glide Digest podcast. The Loud and Proud Digest. Just delve a little bit deeper into that. Um, You can jump into... Jump into that if you sign up. I'm going to get the two of them out for your commute home. And then you look at, across the board, more locally, not going down to Hawkfield, you have um, under-16 finals. They're coming up this weekend because you had... RRD and the Geraldines got wins over the Blues in Balatalun. I'll be talking with them Balatalun boys shortly. So it's Jairs against Mary's this Saturday. The Tones Plunkett's game was postponed against the Feckins in that semi final Division 2. Um, but Totor beat Nave Martin, so they'll, they'll await the winners. We'll probably get that off this week. And then you have Glen Emma's got a one point win over the Dreadnoughts with the Kilkerley Nave Malachy combination defeating the Mocktas. Uh, look like they're out on their own. So those finals will be this Saturday. Jairs and RD. Feckins Toker will winner of that will take on Toker, sorry. Feckins Plunkett's Tones combination. Whoever wins though between those two will take on Toker. And then Kilkerley Malachies will take on Glen Emmett's Tully Allen in the under sixteen final. That's division three final. So those three finals are coming down to the wire. You have the Geraldines in another final as well. They won the two A finals. Wonder where Shane Rogers had went had gone to, and that's where he was. That was a strong team and a good win, and they blooded a lot of good players there, Darrell Grodig and all those chaps, and then a couple of old experienced fellas back in the mix as well. So things go well for the Geraldines. They're in the semi final of the under nineteen competition because that was all kind of tidied up with Roach um, getting a walk over from Marys, but then. Defeated heavily by Cooley. Cooley are quite strong at that grade. They were beaten in a minor. F- sorry, they were, they were beaten in the minor league final and beaten in under 16, under 14 final, all the way up by Matt O'Counterstown, who are also safely in the semi final. And the other team in that package is the Feckins. No, it's not the Feckins, it's the Dundalk Ales. Sorry, the Dundalk Ales, the Geraldines. Matto, Counterstown and Cooley Kickhams. Those are the four teams remaining. I presume the draw will be made by the time this podcast comes out. Now, those semi-finals will probably be on Sunday, the 10th of December, or maybe get the final in the, in just before Christmas. That will be tidy up that complete competition as well. But yeah, really good competition to have. And then a lot of those players in that under-19 grade might have been trialled on Saturday and another trial this, 20, uh, this Thursday. Good luck at the players. They might have a fair idea of the panel from that talented minor team, but a lot of players have developed since then. Some from last year's team eligible again. So, a uh, really massive um, opportunity there. And a lot of good work goes on at trial games this time of year as well. Looking about, and players develop differently, and some players catch the eye. And, uh, so, very interesting there to see. I assume. Like all good management teams, they leave the door open. Someone may be playing well in club football, playing well in colleges, um, playing well in school, secondary school. You see, RD will take on the Pats Navin at 12 o'clock on Wednesday. Um, I'd love to have gone to that game, but unfortunately I can't. It's at noon in Park Talton. But I suggest you should all go along to, to watch that game. You're going to get a really good standard of football as well. You had a big win 
this morning already for um, in Colosterese. Or maybe no, it was, yeah, it was Colosterese. They won early on. The Marist are playing, played as well. They're playing Nobber. So a whole host of games on at that age. But yeah, already in the past, that's going to be a really good game. Um, see where they're at. They're loud champions. The disciplinary round of the Dr. Bosco Cup, the senior football A. I love that capital A where exclamation marks are the side. Shows a stamp of absolute pure quality as well. Um, you know, you have a lot of teams in C and D1 sections as well. That's across junior grades and that. And then um, B grade as well with RD playing the B grade at junior level. And that's under 16 level. But yeah, like... It just shows the, the standard of excellence in club football this, this time of year. Ardy weren't that far away from Kilmacud. Maybe Ardy would have been would have been suited to playing in uh, Crow Park with the pacey forwards and more expansion and more space. And that's one we'll never know. But Nace did put it up to them. Yeah, and then you had Shane Walsh. The Shane Walsh show, like he was put under wraps fairly well. When you think of it by Donald McKenney, what he limited them to, like I know he got five points, but it was still, I think it was three frees and two from play, whereas he got one eight. Now I know the goal, I'm going to talk about the goal shortly, but yeah, Corafin then get knocked out and then it just opens up really. So you kill McCuds and Bridges like Ardy are kind of mixing there at the top table. The Martins will feel they'll be in the mix there for next season. Other teams with those managerial updates that I did last week, they'll be wanting to put up the hand up as well. The Mocktas, the Pats, um, the Blues as well. Um, then Bally Gunnar continued their dominance down in Munster Horland. You see Slot Neil taken down. Maybe it's the end of the Slot Neil run in Ulster. But maybe a football and Horland are going to have to re- regenerate themselves as well. These things happen to big sides like that. And yeah, it's no surprise there whatsoever. Um, but um, Cushendall, good side. Good, like Dunloy beat Slot Neil last season. Andrew Horland, very, very strong, very vibrant. And no reason why they can't be pockets allowed with that vibrancy in that hurling. And we see that in the they have aspirations there and they have dreams and they built their own pitch. You see, um, Terran Fekin, I'd urge you all to read Damien Lawler's article on RT.ie. He had a chat with Mark Stevenson and Tom Ryan and those boys who built Terran Fekin, the Fekin's hurling um, cartel into something, into allowed hurling championship dominance. Champions haven't tried so hard then got over the line and it just shows it can be sustainable if if effort is put into it I suppose um, you're looking at Drada you're looking at RD you're looking at different pockets of Mid-Loud and maybe East-Loud as well that could maybe come up with a Horland side or maybe combined side see um, Nathan Barr doing good work at Horland uh, and Totor as well at underage along with Camogie to build up those kind of barriers and those connections as well or break down those barriers as well but yeah right and then we move on to the final Ah, Glide. Just, just one of those, one of those losses where I had a chat with Darren Olin last week, and my greatest fear was from coming off the phone to him, or coming off the Zoom call with him doing the interview was that this is a team that is just down from intermediate, and that proved to be the case. They had that extra second, that extra half second, that extra timing, that extra ability on the ball and in possession. And that was that was that was my biggest fear, that's how it played out. In contrast, when I summed up that I thought there was a chance Kieran Sheridan inside, they don't play fully defensive, they'll get chances away. 
Um, and if they get the lead, they'll be dominant. And they did get the lead. But what they didn't factor in was that, that split second of, of timing and quality and composure that the Kildare side military possessed. You know, Kevin Bourne was earmarked as well by Dara. Being a class footballer, he was. He proved that. Just their ability to move the ball and knock a caught in possession and put Glide under real pressure that they weren't, they weren't really used to within Laird. A lot of teams would have sat back. A lot of teams wouldn't have been able to... Like, that intermediate football really stands here when you, when you come down. Especially in that first season, that first season only. That intensity and that split-secondness that they're able to put the pressure on Glide and put them off their stride forced them into handling errors unforced errors with a couple of them um, in crucial moments and despite the confidence Lloyd had seven wins in a row um, the pressure mill time was just too much they got the early goal they just never looked like winning Milton just got the score sharing just got this got that kind of uh, got that edge in the way Glide, it made Glyde look passive when they were just keeping the ball holding on to possession and they didn't get a hold of the trophy that the Irelanders did because the team that they played was just superior in, in keeping and retaining possession moving them around even with 14 men they get a man Jacob was at the corner by the wing back <coughs> kind of a shock to everyone that he got got red carded um, probably just Connor being in through the wars another, another notch another whack on him Give the red card, and then I think it probably was the worst thing that happened. Lied, they had that momentum, they were building into the game. The boys are probably getting a little bit complacent. Glide got the dander up, they got the arses bollocked off them at half time. Starting to play better football, starting to be more decisive, starting to use that spare man. Then what happens is that they go a man extra, and then it means that Connor's just permanently in as sweeper. There's no outwardly pressure around the field. After the level with Brian Duffy, the uh, the Milton boys, the Kildare boys, get them, their heads in front. They stay in front. They're kind of cat and mouse trying to hold them off. And they were brilliant, much better at that game. It meant that once they were a man down, instead of a lack of concentration they showed, they got real focused then with the man down. And they used it really, really well. And then, similar, like I mentioned, Shane Walsh, he gets the goal... Um, with with Nace pushing up the field, David Brennan pushes up the field as well. Declan McKenna, who was spoken to as well by Dara, and he came out from Sarsfield Club, the big senior club in Newbury, just out the road, and runs it into an empty net. And it's just unfortunate, it's just a pity uh, they didn't get didn't get the job done, uh, or maybe just squeaked it. I thought they were gonna squeak it, Lloyd. They had chances, they had goal chances. They're always gonna get one chance at the end. And just the pressure on Milton just forced him into those kind of oh, misscrewed passes or misused um, efforts, but just wasn't to be. wasn't able to get that scoring run up. But I've I've a bit on I've the silver linings. I'm going to talk about that. Uh, that'll be coming out as well today um, in this week's uh, podcast mix for you from Loud and Proud. But yeah, that's episode two five nine. Commiserations to Peter Duffy and Glide um, as well. Gradually, like two out of three Kildare teams winning, they're really, really, really coming good. Um, maybe sooner rather than later, they'll probably get up there and into in senior level, into county level. We'll face them again. I think that'll be in probably Hawkfield again, or maybe Tull- uh, Tullamore. 
I don't think we have a home game against them. Yeah, I'll get all those fixtures up, loud team back out training. There might be a bit of a revolving door there. I'll talk about that as well. With behind the scenes and on the scenes and on the pitch and off the pitch as well. But yeah, that is it. Thanks very much for listening. And I will chat to you during the week. And I will chat to you next weekend, next Monday again. Same time, same place for episode 260 of the Learn Bird podcast. I'm just flying in, aren't I? Good luck. Bye bye. Thanks for listening.